0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Endeavor. I'm your host, Jason Breitkopf, and this is Christy Davin, once Hello. again my guest. Hello, Christy. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for watching the video show and or listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast service or platform. Uh, today we're going to be talking about one of our most important college uh application college prep tools. And this isn't even one that we've created or that we use exclusively. We're gonna be talking today a little bit about a service called Naviance. And if you're a parent and you've not heard of this, your school might not have access to this particular service. Uh, a lot of schools have something similar, even if it isn't Naviance. So before I go into any more detail about that, I just wanna to turn to Christy. Now you might've worked with Naviance a little bit in the past from what mm-hmm. I understand. What is Naviance and it's in the largest, sets sure um, there's
1: a there's a couple of aspects of Naviance um, many high schools and I would dare say I don't know what the ratio is but probably the majority of high schools public high schools at least at this point partner with Naviance it is a service that they with with which they can partner and um, it provides a search engine and tools for kids to narrow down their college list mm-hmm. it provides a place for them to develop, their college application where they can put in um, their activities list. Um, It actually is very cool because it allows the school to access as well, where the school can upload recommendation letters and transcripts and all of that, and then it allows direct access to the Common App so that all of that information is compiled and goes right out to the colleges of your choice.
0: I think that's a great summary of what Naviance is. And so basically, the students, college counselors, the administration all work together to build the application packet for Mm -hmm. the student, which they can then export to the Common App or uh, export to some colleges' individual applications. Others will have to enter manually. Now, what we were talking about is not every school uses Naviance in particular. There are other services and competitors. But in particular, we're talking about Naviance today, both because a lot of the schools with which we work and the students with which we work Use and have access to Naviance, but there's a particular tool inside Naviance that we want to talk about. Now, at some point during the video, it's prob- the video's probably the video is probably going to cut away from us to a still image of uh, what looks like 1980s, 1990s graphics. Maybe uh, you might think, why are they sh- uh, uh, cutting to a clip from War Games <laughs> from the early 80s? But what it is is a graph. And this graph, I think, is incredibly uh, useful. Now the one you're seeing uh, is a sample graph that we got off the internet for a student called Johnny Quest. And if you're of a certain age, you know that Johnny Quest is a cartoon character. uh, I believe from the 70s and 80s. And then probably, if I'm not mistaken, there was a revival in the 90s, maybe? But Johnny Quest is a cartoon character, so it's not a real person. So this is just a sample one. So we're looking at it right here. Uh, If you're watching the video show, we have that on my iPad. And so I just want to talk a little bit about this image. What is this image? What is this?
1: I can explain it pretty simply,
0: I think. So the the first, the
1: top of the page, you can see a couple of tidbits of information that are really important. First of all, it says American University. So it will say at the top what college, uh, for what college these students Let me just interrupt one second.
0: American University is not a generic name. There actually is a school called American University. In case you're unaware of that school, again, there are 4,000 colleges and universities in this country. I'm never going to assume that any viewer or listener knows the names of all of them.
1: All right. So at the top of the page, you'll see the name of the college to which all of these students are applying. Underneath that you'll see the name of the high school. Now this says Naviance Succeed High School. Obviously that is a fictional high school but that's important because all of these plotted dots represent a student at Naviance Succeed High School who applied to American University. So it is a cross-section built over time and that's what's important. So Um, this information will get richer and richer and more valuable every year that the school partners with Naviance. Right, so
0: that means that these particular X's and green boxes are not just from the year where this report was generated, March 5th 2014, it's all the students over time who have applied to American University for as long as this school has been using Naviance. So by now in 2018 this report would have exponentially more green boxes and red X's.
1: Exactly, and sometimes I, I, I understand that especially for some high schools for which there are favorites, you know, there are some feeder schools that go, for instance, BC High, um, the scattergram for BC is probably going to be a big field of color and the dots will probably not be distinguishable. So I think there's probably a point at which the scattergram becomes less effective. But this one is a great example and there's just a couple of things that I want to focus on in this one today. Um, First of all, it's important to see the two pieces of data that are being plotted. One is the grade point average on the left-hand side going vertically and then horizontally you've got the SAT score. So those are the two pieces of data that we're using to plot these dots.
0: One caveat about this particular report, you'll notice that it says March fifth, two 2014, in the lower right corner. That means that this report is using the old 2400 scale SAT, the one that stopped being used in 2016. Since March of 2016, the SAT has gone back to a 1600 model, so it would look a little bit different, but it's essentially the same, which is why we're using this one. Uh, It'll just have a different location for that uh, scale on the x-axis, the SAT scores.
1: Right, so once you look at that, then you'll see um, two blue lines creating a rectangle on that graph. Now what that box represents is the the thresholds if you will for American University applications so that tends to be based on data the um, minimum SAT score and the minimum grade point average for most of their applicants and I don't know if there's there may be a particular percentage you know 75 percent of their applicants are are above the lines or um, that's something that uh, the Naviance website Describe for you in more detail if you're interested in finding that out, but for us for our purposes, knowing that that box everything above and to the right of that box is above the SAT score excuse, um, outside the SAT score and above the grade point average of the average appli- accepted applicant at American University does that make sense I ex- explain yes. that I okay so yes
0: so basically th- The up and right are students who exceeded the numbers, and inside the box are students who did not reach the typical numbers for this particular school, American University.
1: Those are the students who you might say are academically qualified.
0: Academically qualified. So we're going to be talking about that term. And you've heard us use that term quite a bit in many of our videos, whether it's Christie and myself, Christie and Nikhil, me and Nikhil, uh, any grouping of our hosts and guests. But in this case, uh, academically qualified generally means they've hit the numbers. So the kids uh, yeah, above and to the
1: right of that box are the ones who have hit the academic requirements for admission for this college. So the question then becomes, why is this valuable? Well, you can see that for the most part, most of the green accepted dots are outside that box. And most of the, most of the red X's are below or inside or below and inside the rectangle. So the question then becomes um, the red the green dot, for instance, there's one particular green dot here that uh, says it's about a 1500 on the SAT score and about a 2.0 on the GPA.
0: 2.0 GPA and a 1500 SAT score on the old scale, which is about a median SAT score like What we would now see is a thousand on the modern 1600 scale. So not numbers that are blowing us out of the water. Mm -hmm. Those are not impressive numbers. A 2.0 GPA is like a C average. An American University is a well-respected university. So I think what what I'm hearing from you, Christy, is your question is, how did that student get in? What did that student do that went beyond the numbers?
1: Exactly, exactly. And one of the patterns that I like to look for when you look at these graphs, these scattergrams for different colleges, is by how clear cut are their averages. So you can see visually here that there will be some colleges where there will be no green dots inside the box you'll see that there will be no red X's outside the box. That they go by um, academic qualification, and that's basically it. If you're academically Mm -hmm. qualified, you'll probably get in.
0: Right. So I see a lot of these red X's outside the box. For example, if you're looking at the graphic, you might notice there's a, a, a cluster of them that are in the 1850 to 2050 range of the SAT, but are below 3.0 on the GPA. So clearly, American University was saying, while your SAT scores are above average, for us, your GPA is just a little too low, and it's not, and you don't have a compelling story. You're not telling us a story that is inspiring us in the way that some of those green dots inside the box had. Well, that's, that's,
1: I guess, our point, isn't it, is there are, if there are a lot of green dots inside that box, what that would say to me is that that particular college is very interested on in what else you have to offer. It's not just about SAT and GPA. Mm-hmm. It is about that, the rest of your story, yep. and what I see here for American is most of the green dots that are inside the box are almost outside the box. They're near the edge.
0: Or on or right on that or blue right,
1: line. Or right right on the blue yeah. line, yep. Yeah? Um, and then there's an interesting story. There's a red X right at a four average, but he only got a sixteen he or she only got a sixteen hundred on the SAT. So that person also probably didn't have a lot else going for him or her mm-hmm. besides a great GPA. Right. So um, it's an interesting, and, and you know, a lot and the of it is. the question is,
0: what, how did that student get that 4.0 4. GPA? Was that all in college prep classes without enough honors or AP classes? Right. So that could be that situation too. So the numbers, th- th- this is very informative, but it's not just about the numbers. It's how you got the numbers and the other side of that, which is your story, your personal narrative. You know, what if you got a 3.0 GPA and um, 1800 SAT score, like some of these green dots. But part of the reason was is that you had a full-time job to support your family because your dad was in the hospital and that was what your application essay was about. Mm -hmm. That tells the college something very valuable about you. That's that context we keep talking about. Exactly.
1: And the other thing is um, the college admissions officers who review your application, it's their job to know what sort of challenging courses are available to you at your particular high school. Mm -hmm. So you're right, if that kid with a 4.0 got a 4.0 because he took underwater basket weaving and, um, and four gym classes and you know somehow managed to meet his academic requirements but didn't challenge himself at all Mm -hmm. then the college is probably not going to really value that 4.0 so they will dig a little deeper and find out
0: how how challenged that student was. Right and since this is a made-up high school this Naviance succeed high school Uh, This sort of scattergram, whether it's in Naviance or any other competing service, is going to look different for you and or your child because it's going to be based on the students from your school who've applied to that particular university uh, over time. So if you're at a high school in North Dakota and you're watching this video, hi North Dakota, and your high school has not produced any students that have applied to college in Mississippi, there might be scattergrams that are almost empty. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on your high school, the students at your high school, and to where they've applied over the time that the schools use Naviance. And some schools, I know this for a fact because I've worked with some uh, folks from different schools, will go back in time and enter data from before they, they started working with Naviance over the last two, three, four, five, six years and go back in time and enter that data from decades in the past if they can or at least the previous decade. And some schools just don't have the resources or wherewithal to do that so this information will be as full or not depending on your school
1: yes but again as we said it it, it's it's a lot of supposing it's a lot of um, kind of supplying speculation but I think it's a great place to start because Mm -hmm. it shows you how many of those green dots show up inside that box which will give you an idea you know I don't meet the academic requirements but it shows me that this college isn't necessarily just gonna judge me on that
0: that's a good point
1: So I think it's a great a great tool for you, and every college that partners with Naviance will have this um, in there. But again, as you said, it's up to the high school to keep it um, up to date, and therefore, um,
0: you know. Full of information. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that covers what we wanted to talk about with this one. This one's a short one for us, at least. Uh, So, (laughs) thank you, Christy, for coming on and talking about this. I know this is a particular passion of yours, and I'm glad that I know more about it now. It is glad to be here. Excellent. So, thank you so much for watching and/or listening. Uh, You can uh, download this uh, from the web. I'll try and include the picture in the show notes for the uh, audio podcast, and hopefully, get it on the links for the video show. Uh, As always, if you like what you're watching or hearing, please share this video or audio podcast with everyone you've ever met. Uh, That would be really helpful. And uh, you can like us and you can comment in the comments on the YouTube video on iTunes if you're listening to the podcast through iTunes. And reach us at at EndeavorPod on Twitter. Thanks so much for watching. And as always, let's keep learning.